0: Hi.
1: Hey, what's up? All right. You want to <laughs> get started? <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome back to the We Should Talk More podcast. The podcast where two lifelong friends who don't have much in common try to get a little bit closer. My name is John and I have a spidey tingle. That's it. Hi. My name
0: is Josh Coronel. and for this theme episode theme i dressed up as bruce lee <laughs> i mean br- bruce wayne okay <laughs> already wrong <laughs> which one um, bruce bruce lee no yeah, you're that, fine you're that, fine oh. bruce wayne is we're talking about mcu today mm-hmm.
1: and bruce wayne is a dc superhero owned by warner brothers uh which is not marvel or disney yeah but we're talking <laughs> so, yeah you're on a good thing <laughs> um so we're we're gonna be talking about the MCU today,
0: the Marvel,
1: the Marvel cinematic universe, oh, cinematic. Yeah, but before we do, quick toast for our our podcast <laughs>
0: for the coffee that I sourced today for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Where is this source
0: from? Let me get it for you. I actually put it right over here. Okay, I'm waiting, and you can just cut out that second or two that it took me to get this. We got stay golden coffee today. Yep. Roasted in Nashville. Stay golden out there. This shit's good,
1: but, um, they're a lovely partner of our podcast. Um, as always, mm-hmm. um, we're drinking coffee, but this time it's all watered down. Yeah.
0: It took us a moment to get ready. Yeah, but we're here. We're ready to go and I'm suited up like Bruce Wayne.
1: And I'm just wearing my casual podcast clothes. Wonderful. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, today we're going to be talking about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Um, something that I know a lot about and you know nothing about.
0: Yeah. Um, Just so I can get my voice in a little bit, because this is one that I won't speak too much in. This is a big one for John, something he's knowledgeable about. And as you can tell, I'm the expert in the room when it comes to MCU. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to point out the uh, disconnects that you don't understand about the MCU mm-hmm. and like uh, teach you a thing or two.
1: Teach me a thing or two.
0: Teach you a thing or two. Yeah.
1: So I'm open for it.
0: Yeah. So like like you guys know, this is a, t- a podcast where we try to talk to understand each other a little bit more. And this has this is definitely a disconnect. Mm-hmm. John is really ignorant about film. He's really ignorant about... Ignorant? Yeah, ignorant. Oh,
1: I, th- I thought you chose... <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, he's very ignorant <laughs> about film. He's very ignorant about uh, superheroes.
1: Very ignorant about <laughs> the MCU. <laughs> Are you using the wrong word? Ignorant. All right, okay. So as the, as the ignorant person... <laughs> I thought I'd just take the lead on it and uh, talk about it. Yeah, but you you make a good point because it is is an interesting one because this is something with no relation at all, not a single overlap of interest. Maybe you'll be interested in some of the industry like business aspects, which we'll talk about. But um, before we get into that, I did think it would be funny um, just because I know you haven't seen any of the movies. I, I took some photos of some of like major characters in this franchise and I'm just going to show them to you and I'll pop them up on the screen for those of you who are watching on YouTube or on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, and I just want you to tell me who you think this person is. I want you to give me their full name okay. or, or just their, their name, like what, what you think their name is mm-hmm. and what you think they do. Like, could, their power. Oh, this
0: is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun. Some there, of these are
1: easy. Some of these, like, I purposely know that you won't know. <laughs>
0: okay. True context, though. True context. Mm-hmm. Like, I may mean, have watched uh, less than a handful of mm-hmm. Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, I've, and I, I have watched maybe one or two with you. Mm-hmm. We just watched Black Widow watched this past week, Widow, yeah. weekend. So, it was good timing. But before this, maybe, like, Doctor Strange.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for my birthday. I have,
0: I have watched Doctor Strange. I before mcu became mcu i watched uh the spider-man movies mm-hmm. i've watched one or two of the mcu spider-man movies i can't name them there's homecoming <laughs> and maybe something else okay uh so i can say that um and i may have watched one or two other mcu films oh ant-man i watched ant man mm-hmm. so i can say that how much i can recall yeah. not too well
1: But i guess i guess that's that's a good context because uh I think you've watched as much as any like average person who like doesn't like follow it. Mm. Like there's some things you just catch them on TV. Like it's just like, it's everywhere now where you either had gone to see one or like you saw it like at another point. So yeah, you, you're not like totally ignorant, ignorant. (laughs) You're not as ignorant as me. I
0: I will also to add like, uh, one or two Avenger movies. Okay. I know, like, uh, Loki or Loki. key <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you, I guess I'll just go, go in the order that I have them saved so I know how to okay. go back to it. So I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, who do you, who do you think this is? The Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Okay. And what, what, what does he do? He, he smash. <laughs> he smash. He does smash. <laughs> he smash. Um, do you know who his alter ego is?
0: Like his, uh, real self? Yeah. Um,
1: i forget his you were name. close to it earlier
0: bruce wayne Mm-mm. but that's
1: that's batman it's the first name
0: bruce uh springfield
1: <laughs> <laughs> bruce banner bruce, bruce banner. banner yeah okay you that that this was one of the easy mm-hmm. ones okay who do you think this is this might be an Doctor easy. dr strange okay and you, you know what he does he, he, he is magic okay. black voodoo magic the Z- black, black voodoo magic who, who do you think this is
0: uh iron man <laughs> cyborg <laughs> there is a character named cyborg isn't there but oh that's a, no DC. Wait, that's, DC. that's dc yeah
1: that's a you know but that's a close guess because he kind of does look like um cyborg but no this is a uh, war machine
0: war machine oh who's
1: yeah iron man sidekick so you're you're close yes yeah, see just to just to disconnect pieces,
0: I was putting together
1: for you. Okay, this one you might not know at all. Who's this? <laughs> Wait, let me, let me get a little
0: bit closer.
1: If you don't know, just just make it up. Um. Yeah.
0: No. I think he, he the Flash.
1: <laughs> uh huh. What does he do?
0: He runs. <laughs>
1: um. That's
0: a uh, Green Arrow. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Am I getting closer?
1: <laughs> You're getting farther.
0: Uh, I got you. I got you. Um Oh, not not Luke Cage, but the other the other series with the aging
1: guy. No, no, no. All right. This is um this is the Winter Soldier. Uh man, I don't even know how to explain it. He's a super soldier. So he's like a, a person oh, me, who's like me, slightly I'm supposed to
0: tell you what he does.
1: Oh, yeah. I kind of just well, you guess the Flash and yeah, but then, already wrong. But I mean, with the Flash, I know what the Flash does. Okay,
0: but he is a sharpshooter.
1: <laughs> no, he's just like a like a strong guy with a metal arm. Yeah. Oh, that's that is just a metal arm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't just like uh, his no no his, his suit. suit no no, no. okay <laughs> okay you probably know this one
0: yeah um Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his name, but Wakanda is where he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why am I failing to remember the name of the movie?
1: It's a political organization. It's a political organization? Yeah, there's a political organization. Uh, Black Black
0: uh, Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Panther. Black Panther. I, I forgot the name
1: of what it, is sorry. What does Black
0: Panther do? Black Panther is a <laughs> strong guy.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. He's That's a pretty guy, much it. He's, he's 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 strong guy. Yeah, he fights well.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember his fights. Mm-hmm. um I mean, there's there's a lot of politics involved in it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it was a beautiful film. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: All right, we're 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 rounding the last the last two. Who's this? These these a last two might be hard. Yeah,
0: she', she bad. <laughs> she' a baddie. We got a baddie here. Just, um, so this what
1: would this baddie do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's a temptress. A what? Temptress.
1: Temptress. What's
0: the word for it? Tempest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> she's a. Uh, her name is Temptress. The Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch. And she's a uh, magic. She's like Doctor Strange. She's a magic. Oh really? Girl. Yeah. Interesting. Magic girl. Okay, last one. Oh, uh, (laughs) Black Ivy. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, let's say it's uh, Black Ivy. What does Black Ivy do? She, she's poisonous. (laughs) She's no. (laughs) This is um. Her name is Gamora, and she's she's just an alien. She doesn't really do anything. Oh. She's kind of sexy. Yeah, I mean she's a baddie too. Yeah. Um she, there's an A behind her. Oh, that's like the Avengers logo. Yeah. All right. Well, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Who's my this? favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> All right. Um that was funny. I I was curious how you would do. You did better than I thought. You did better than I thought. I, I really um,
0: fucked up with the Black Panther
1: though. Yeah, yeah. Which is not 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 gonna look good on you. It won't. It won't look good. Um, I don't
0: know why. It, uh, I could only remember Wakanda for a moment.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's 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 fine. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um. But I. So. I, I've been interested in. I'm a I'm a superhero like fanboy. Um. I've watched all the movies. Mm-hmm. Um. I've watched all the TV shows. Um. But there is an interesting history. Um. The MCU. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is it's like a franchise that exists on its own. Like it's there has been nothing as successful and arguably there may not be anything as successful. Um, But also there's more to that, which we'll get to later. (laughs) But um, yeah, I guess to get into it's like for context, um, superhero, you know, about comic books, don't you? Uh, i I have
0: come across comic books before
1: (laughs) so superhero movies have existed before the marvel cinematic universe Mm -hmm. um you know back in the 70s there were very popular superman films maybe you've you've seen some of them the really old ones with Mm -hmm. christopher reeve
0: yeah i know what you're speaking about so
1: those films when they came out were uh it set a precedent because there weren't, like, superhero movies like that that were as widely popular. So when movies like Superman came out is when you started seeing, like, Batman getting all these, like, movies. And maybe you've seen those, like, the old, like, 80s and 90s, like, Batman movies. Yeah, I think um, we watched those together. We probably have. Yeah. yeah, I think there was one that we watched for my birthday. Um, and those are all DC. So, like, yeah, Batman I know that. Super I know DM. that. Um, so that's just showing, like, DC is really the one that got the start, like, making, like, popular superhero movies full, full featured films yeah um and they sort of set the template so like as they're doing that marvel uh they've they tried to make some some movies but they were widely like not successful and, and we're talking like the early like 80s uh early 70s like there, there is no notable superhero from marvel that had like a widely popular movie um at this time like mm-hmm. 70s and the old Spider-Man
0: wasn't owned by the Marvel at that point?
1: Well, Spider-Man is owned by Marvel. So are mm-hmm. you talking about like the early 2000s Spider-Man? Yeah. So we'll, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. So um, <laughs> comic book sales. Uh, so so I guess you have to think about it. Like movie studios make the movies, but they don't own the rights to those characters. The rights are owned by the by the comic book, like the, okay. the comic book pu- publishers. So there's like Marvel Comics, DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Um they would sell the rights to studios to make films or, or TV shows. Um, in the early like eighties and nineties, there's a lot of popular, you might've seen the old like animated Spider-Man movies or like animated X-Men shows. I mean like oh, a, yeah. Spider-Man like, shows, so, X-Men yeah. shows sit on like a TV uh, kids TV. Channel. Yeah. 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 So like those, so that's where Marvel was successful in, in making like animated shows. And there was also, um, some TV shows that they had, like they had a Hulk TV show with Lou Ferrigno. I'm not sure if you're familiar Mm -hmm. with that. Um, It it was more of like a, a, it was like a weird like uh, show, but it was like an eighties like thing. Um,
0: Yeah. It wasn't quite around. You weren't quite around,
1: (laughs) but, but Marvel was not successful in in movies to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um, And comic book sales are not doing well at this time. So, but DC is still doing successful. If, if you're thinking like early 90s, um, DC is releasing a lot of successful um, movies. Like Batman is really taking off in the 90s. There's a lot of those like older like Batman, like George Clooney, Batman. That's all like 90s, 80s, 90s. Um, so Marvel starts to sell the rights to their movies thinking um, we're, we're not doing anything with this. We're failing as a company. So let's like sell off some of these properties to different studios um, because there's like a, a thought that there is potential there, so this is happening in the early '90s. A lot of Marvel's properties now are being sold off, so that's that's where you you get how like Sony o- owned, owned, owned Spider the right Man. To Spider-Man, got it, got Fox it. Fox owned the right to like X-Men and like all of the X-Men mutant characters. Oh, that's true. Um, that was so th- a,
0: that was a little series going on.
1: Yeah. So in early 2000s, that's where you had like the early um. Spider-Man movies that that you mentioned, there was also the early X-Men movies. Mm -hmm. So in the early two thousands, um, that's like, that's where Marvel was, I guess, Marvel properties were becoming successful in, in those like standalone movies. Um, but nothing like connected. everything is separate so like spider-man let's say if you're reading a comic book spider-man lives in the same world as the x-men he he lives in the same world as like the fantastic four like these other characters but
0: as separate movies owned by separate entities they are not in the same universe
1: exactly so like let's say sony they own the right to spider-man and spider-man related characters so they couldn't bring so in anybody else X-Men characters no. at all same with uh, Fox Fox were making X-Men movies but they couldn't bring in Spider-Man because mm-hmm. it was different um, the only thing that could have happened is if the studios decided to work together make some partnership that's what's happening now but back then that was not happening it wasn't even a, a thought um, but you do have a lot of uh, successful superhero movies in the early yeah. 2000s um Marvel in the early 2000s regains the right the rights to so so basically when they sell these rights to these characters um they're on like it's based on a contract so um if a studio doesn't make a film or if they don't use that character for a couple years the rights revert back to Marvel to so Marvel Studios which was their like uh tel- like film and television branch um so in the early 2000s, Marvel gets the rights back to Thor, Captain America, and Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Um,
0: oh, all, all of which were movies that preceded the MCU. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat>
1: well, they, they get the rights to those, but they, those movies- They lose it
0: after they like their contract's yeah. up.
1: Um, so there's a very popular producer that um, he was a- he, he worked on a lot of the early movies from the 2000s, like the Spider-Man movie that you mentioned, mm-hmm. the X-Men movies. He was like a producer behind the scenes on a lot of those movies. Um, Marvel Studios takes him on. His name is Kevin Feige. Um, I'll post an article uh, in the show notes. There, there's like an article that talks about his life and how he right now is one of the like highest paid like executive producers like in all of Hollywood. Um, he is marvel studios right now like he is like the creative like pa- power the power yeah. behind yeah. The,
0: the scenes yeah. that's going on
1: um and i guess to just touch on him the only thing that is like significant about him is that he is like a fan of the comics so like mm-hmm. he instead of being some executive who is just wanting to make movies, or anything he's he actually knows like who these characters are so he a lot of the stuff that he had brought to the table is coming from like a, a fan's perspective. Okay. Um, but that being said, they take a big risk in 2008. They make Iron Man. You've probably watched that, I would think, maybe. Or, or you, you know who Iron Man is. I
0: know who Iron Man <laughs> is. I think I watched <laughs> the first one.
1: Have, yeah. Um, but this movie was, was a big risk um, because, one, it was Marvel Studios' first movie. Mm -hmm. um and also it was starring robert downey jr who at the time uh was just recovering his reputation as a hollywood actor so i'm not sure how familiar you are with his life but he was actually like an alcoholic a drug addict a very controversial in, in hollywood oh serious yeah i didn't know that um there's stories about him where he uh like was coked out and broke into somebody's home and woke up like in someone's home and was like uh, arrested and look at Uh, him now and look at him now. Um, Something interesting is uh, the director of the first Iron Man movie, Jon Favreau. Mm -hmm. um, He wanted Robert Downey Jr. because the character of Iron Man was an alcoholic. So he thought if we're going to make a movie about someone who is like a a recovering alcoholic who's mm-hmm. trying to make himself better. We should pick someone who truly exactly experienced one. That. Um and that's I feel like that idea that he he brought of like picking a actor who embodies the character um really set the precedent for all for the rest of the the movies because a lot of the actors they chose are actors who are either a fan of the character or uh they, they are the character they portray. So like off screen mm-hmm. they they are not that different from who, who they are playing um but this movie comes out in 2008 um and it's widely successful um and it's why wi- it's widely successful and critically successful given that it also came out in the same year as uh the dark Knight, which is the batman movie where um was heath ledger's like joker performance which won him an oscar so mm-hmm. so it, this movie still shined given that it came out in like a summer of like a, a much bigger movie yeah um so that came out and in 2009, Disney, lovely Disney, they purchased Marvel Studios. So there's a lot to be said if there was really a plan for um, these movies to become like, connected. Um, at the end of the first Iron Man movie, uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson has like a post credit scene where he meets Iron Man and he tells him they're trying to put a team together. Um and I believe the scene was deleted, but there's a scene where he mentions mutants, uh, and like web slinging characters, but these are all characters that are, that are at this time still mm-hmm. owned by Fox and Disney. So they, they were mentioning things that were, weren't really possible at that time. Okay. Um, but they were setting up an idea of, uh,
0: was this, was this supposed to be public knowledge at this time that Disney was going to buy the rights out for all these characters?
1: Well, Disney bought Marvel Studios, so Marvel okay. at the time, like, owned As it. Right. As yeah. so, so it was public when Disney um, purchased them. Mm-hmm. I think what was not fully known is, like, what they were planning, like, what the...
0: The whole MCU, the, the whole, whole MCU, universe, yeah. bringing the characters together and making yeah. these films.
1: Um, so I'll just talk about, like, the first Avengers movie, um, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you saw either. <laughs> That I did. you said, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Uh, It was with the villain Loki. Loki, yes. Loki, that's
1: how you pronounce it. Um, So that movie came out in 2012. So if you're thinking of the timeline and the the characters that I mentioned, um, Iron Man comes out in 2008. Okay. The Incredible Hulk comes out in 2009, but um, The Incredible Hulk is owned by Universal. But it comes out, this is the first time we're saying this, it comes out in partnership with Marvel Studios. So like Marvel Studios helped produce the movie, but it's the rights and merchants, everything is owned to to Universal. So Universal gets all the profit from that film. But I think Marvel was just viewing it as a partnership with like bringing the characters together. So basically at the end of that first Incredible Hulk movie, Iron Man appears, Robert Downey Jr. He shows up at like the end of that movie.
0: Is that the first film released by MCU? I mean, released by Disney.
1: Um, well, technically, it's Universal. Um, universal. Yeah. So I, I, I think the next films that come out are in 2011. So there's a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Those are Disney Marvel movies now.
0: Okay. Um. And is that uh when we say Universals, or Universal? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that a separate company or that's well, still
1: under th- Disney? Right? No, no, no. Universal Studios is a separate like. Oh, okay, Universal okay. the film. Because
0: I'm thinking about like uh, Universal Studios <laughs> no, no, over <laughs> in uh, Disneyland. No,
1: no, Universal Studios isn't is a separate park. Okay, but yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, it's separate in park. Uh, it's in
0: Orlando. Context here. I've never I've been never to been been. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Florida.
1: Um, it, 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 that's a good question, honestly. Um, but yeah, so so wait, so Universal Studios is separate from Disney. Mm-hmm. But it's right there. It's right there in Orlando, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. always thought it was part of Disney. Um, something funny too is Universal Studios has a Marvel section. Yeah. But so does Disney, because Disney. So, so <laughs> Universal, and this is along with mm-hmm. what we're talking about, how like com, uh, Marvel Comics was selling off rights. They sold off like theme park rights to Universal, but Disney owns the cinematic rights to like make rides based off of their own films mm-hmm. so in universal they have a marvel area but it's just marvel comics like the characters there are just marvel characters mm. but disney they're the mcu characters interesting so like in the disney park they're dressed up like they are in the movies in the universal park they're dressed up more like how they are in the comic, book. the comic books yeah, so it looks a little more cartoony and the,
0: got the it now which came first uh, which park came first? Oh, Universal. Yeah, U, Universal the, was uni- there bf- first.
1: Oh, well, I'm talking about the the Marvel.
0: No, I mean, which park? I think I Disney, Disney was there yeah, first D- before. Zanders, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, so after the Incredible Hulk, then it's 2000. Well, after the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two comes out. Um, just another film like mm. continuing this. And then 2011, you have Thor and then Captain America. So now we have all the characters, the three that they gain the rights back, films are out, and then plus Incredible Hulk. Um, each of these films have like little things that are connecting them, but they're all standalone movies.
0: Like uh, end credit scenes, things end like that? And credit scenes
1: would connect them. Okay. Um, maybe like a character that appears in one appears in the other, okay. but you could watch it and not have to understand context for anything else. Got it. Um. And then Avengers comes out. Avengers came out in 2012, the year after these uh, mm-hmm. Thor and uh, Captain America. Avengers is now the first time that something like this is ever happening, where you have, you could say, four distinct franchises, because like those individual characters are carrying like the franchise of their character. And they're different movies. Um, they all come together into one movie. Um, and it's also a big risk because i guess for context like these characters are not um they're popular in comics but they're not popular to like the general public so like let's say captain america you may not have even known who captain america was if it wasn't for like well now the mcu is more popular so, so you might have seen like a picture of him but um let's say let's say 2012 Cap- Joshua.
0: america no I, I knew captain america well back then. Th- they're it, just not at, but is- i'm
1: just saying they're not as iconic as spider-man Like when you think of marvel you would think of Spider Man. You would think of like Wolverine.
0: Uh, maybe like cartoons of Captain America made him pretty prominent. Yeah, or but at he, least at well, least in my childhood.
1: In your childhood, of Captain
0: America, I think like uh, was were there cartoon shows of Captain America out?
1: No, but he would appear in like a Spider Man show or like something like that. Okay. sometimes. yeah, um,
0: yeah. I, I, child me, Joshi. Child Joshi. <laughs> I feel like. Well, I was more familiar with Spider-Man and mm-hmm. like the story behind it and everything, like Uncle Uncle Ben and everything, because I watched those movies growing yeah. up. But I feel like uh, the face and the, like if uh, Captain America was to pop up, it was obvious.
1: I, I guess so. But I mean, it's also like his his uh, colors and everything is so like iconic. Recognizable. Because yeah, yeah. He, he like is, is the American flag. Mm-hmm. But um, regardless, like the, the most popular, most identifiable if characters, if you're thinking like DC, you think like Superman, Batman, it would be like Spider-Man. That, that was always like the most popular character. Yeah, like to the, me. The highest, too. the highest selling like character in comics was always Spider-Man. Um, but Marvel didn't even own the rights to him. So these characters are not uh, super popular. The films are, are doing well, though. And the first Avengers film does very well. Um, so that kind of changes things now. Because it's the first time this is happening, it is successful, and now, uh, what happens next? You tell me. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I won't go into every movie, but the thing that I want to talk more about, like Kevin Feige, is that he um, he is very much in control over like the directions uh, of these films. Mm-hmm. Um, in the early ages, there were there in the early ages in the early stages of, yeah. of these movies. Um, there were more like Disney executives being involved. Um, Marvel studios wasn't its own, like right now, right now, like as of today, Marvel studios is, it's, is a distinct like branch from Disney back then it was controlled by Disney. So like Disney executives had a big role into what was going on in those movies. So for example, the black widow movie that we recently saw, uh, was an idea that was not allowed to be considered because they didn't want a female they didn't think a female led movie would perform well um Black Panther another character that they owned the rights at this time mm-hmm. also thrown Was out the window because considered? an African American character so a lot of that is happening at the start which a lot of those details come out like years later once a lot of these executives are not like involved in involved the decisions anymore, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. and a lot of them you know, they retire like they're they're not as involved anymore where now you're hearing like let's say Black, a Black Widow, which recently came out, we're hearing now it was an idea that was, like, I'd say 10 years ago mm-hmm. that they wanted to do, but they couldn't. Um, but it comes out. And <laughs> Kevin Feige, he thought... Yeah,
0: yeah, real quick. In the early stages, war wasn't it becoming public or at least leaks to some extent as to what uh sequence or... Uh, chronology these films were to come out in
1: that's yeah so um when the first couple movies up to avengers comes out um there really is it's just it we knew that avengers would come out that's Mm -hmm. like as much as people knew um after avengers comes out they would every comic-con they would announce like the phases so like Mm -hmm. let's say all the movies we just went over was phase one and then after avengers came out they announced phase two which would be like a new lineup of movies, mostly sequels to the characters we just saw, and then some new new properties that they're like releasing movies for. And then I guess the the way that they would work, it would be all of these individual movies and then an Avengers movie, and that would be the end. And then next phase, individual movies, Avengers movie, phase would end, and then so on. Um, but something that Kevin Feige was really emphasizing was that he thought um, superhero movies like any genre of film like um, uh, James Bond or like yeah. anything people will get tired of them like if you do it so much there will there will be a sense of of not enjoying it as, as much because you lose the novelty much. of it yeah so he was really pushing that each of the movies should now fit into distinct genres. Um, So you have some sequels come out that, uh, let's say Captain America, his sequels end up becoming more political uh, dramas in a superhero world. Mm -hmm. Um, You have some movies coming out that are straight up comedies. Um, Doctor Strange, which you watched, is a very mystical, like magic, like not really comparable to some of these other movies. So you're starting to see... A lot of variety a lot I'm of across variety films yeah so so Marvel is trying to diversify what they're making because mm-hmm. they're, they're making so much. Um, if you think about these early movies it was like spread out through the years following the first Avengers movie they're doing two movies per year um, consistently um, and then even after that they're that's if we're talking now um, this year four movies are coming out. In 2021. In 2021, and and this we is with just, with just COVID, Black COVID, COVID delays. Yeah. Um. 2020, they were four was supposed to come out as well, but, um, now they were just all pushed a year later. But we have four movies, okay. and we're already halfway through the year, and three more are coming out at some point.
0: Interesting. Um. Do you? Uh, I guess we don't have to get into it now. Oh, we we'll go for it. I yeah. was going to ask about <laughs> the with the delay because I, I saw like Black Widow was completely done with. The, the filming of Black Widow was completely done before COVID even became a thing.
1: Yeah, I think it was, I think the film was largely done in, like, 2019. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, it, and it involved going to a lot of different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, like, how how does that impact timelines? Because I would think from that, then on, like, most of the work could just be done at home.
1: Well, um, that's a really good question. Because, yeah, like, oh, th- there is a lot of work that they were able to do at home, like, finishing the editing of a movie. But I think what they lock themselves into is because all these movies are interconnected, they have to come out in a certain order. Mm-hmm. So let's say with COVID, not only were the movies pushed back, all of the shows that they were making on Disney Plus were pushed back because Marvel, um, I guess from a company standpoint, they, they view these films and movies coming out in a certain timeline as a, it's like a, it's strategic. It's not just like, oh, we'll release them whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they could have released like let's say uh black widow came out um let's say if another film was edited first they could they could release it first but they won't because Roll it has it to come out in the order everything follows yeah. the same sequence um
0: and and that means too if they planned on making a film in the future yeah. that was to be timed like a month after black mm-hmm. widow but they didn't finish the filming of it then they would have to hold off until like they can actually come together yeah. and do the filming. That yeah, probably so, impact timelines as well.
1: Yeah, so like a lot of the movies that they're filming right now um were delayed because of COVID, but everything was pushed back to and, meet those timelines. Yeah, to meet to meet those, yeah. Um but yeah, so I guess that's like relevant too because something that I think is like interesting is um despite trying to diversify, they kind of lock themselves into restrictive patterns so like one the films have to come out in a certain order to make sense Mm -hmm. and two um the films have to be interconnected now so like something that i find interesting and we could get into it uh when we talk about black widow but there there has started to become anger amongst people who are fans of the movies where if a movie isn't connected enough they're mad Mm -hmm. if it's connected too much They'll be mad because they're be like, oh, you're just using the popularity of the franchise the to make of, us yeah. watch this movie. So there's really no way for, for Marvel to please everyone right now. Um, despite that, they're, they have made some films that are like extremely standalone. Um, I don't know if you've watched Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I haven't. We should definitely watch those. Um, they're just movies that take place in space, they're not mm-hmm. even on Earth. Um, they're. They do connect to to the universe because they touch on characters who become, I guess, the villains of of the stories later yeah. on. But if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, you need no context for what came before because it's just its own thing. Mm-hmm. In I space. mean,
0: the, the characters have no way of the characters even don't like even a, know, yeah, yeah, knowing each um, other. Yeah. yeah,
1: which which is which is interesting. But um, I wrote down some of the different genres. So mm-hmm. yeah, they have like space movies like that. Magic movies like Dr. Strange uh, team up movies where like there was a Thor movie that came out where Hulk they brought into it. So he's like another character instead of giving him his own movie. He's just in a Thor movie. Um, That's interesting. It's like, uh,
0: it reminds me a lot of like bringing together very odd parents. And <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one?
1: Um, uh, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, that's right. So people make jokes about that because they did it first. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and I guess like speaking of that, um, you probably remember watching that as a little kid, how special that felt. Yeah, that was exciting. And now- And
0: you're watching the commercials on Nickelodeon. (laughs) It was Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Um, Leading up to like all the promotions saying like, oh, we're bringing the two together. (laughs) So you wait for like eight, 9 p.m. for that movie to launch or that like one hour segment Mm -hmm. to launch as a little kid like with all your friends to talk about next morning (laughs) in class that shit was exciting that got you thriving man (laughs) so it happened with hulk and uh uh, thor Thor, yeah interesting
1: um but
0: (sighs) i don't know if the lead up is that as great as being a child with no. Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron and Timmy Turner.
1: Oh, the lead up for those? It's, yeah. Do you mean the lead up for those isn't, or the lead up for Marvel isn't as great as those? As a child. Oh, yeah. I guess as, as a, a child, the, it feels a lot more special. It does. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's interesting, children now, I wonder how they feel given that these movies already exist and these characters are together. There really is no special f- like, it's not new. It's you, just exists. You're not
0: experiencing it in the moment. at. Yeah myself. I didn't experience that in the moment because I wasn't following along.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, The thing I was just going to touch on was the Sony. So I guess Sony, Disney, Fox. Mm -hmm. Um, As I've gone through all these movies at the same time, um, Sony is still making Spider-Man movies and Fox is making X-Men movies. Um, Until what year? The last X-Men movie came out in 2018. Uh, Well, that was like, X-Men X-Men. Um, they had like some side movies that I think one even came out last year, like a Fox made X-Men movie. Um, and for Spider-Man, the last like Sony not connected to Marvel Spider-Man movie was 2014. Um, which was the amazing Spider-Man two. Okay.
0: Yeah. And at what point were the rights over to, um, Disney for Spider-Man?
1: So for Spider-Man, um, almost immediately after that Amazing Spider-Man 2 comes out, like, let's say 2014 into 2015, um, Sony and Marvel are meeting, trying to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel universe. Mm, okay. Um,
0: I do remember, like, the Amazing Spider-Man is not doing mm, that well. Exactly. I-, I-, I watched those two movies.
1: Yeah, So that was the reason why they didn't bring that version of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, that The second movie that came out, like, didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even... To touch on it, like all of these franchises are trying to do what Marvel is doing. So when that movie came out, um, if if you ever rewatch it, you'll see that they're trying to set up like five different movies in that one movie. Like there's mentions of like different. There's like side characters introduced out of nowhere. There's like mentions of villains that aren't like introduced yet. Um, Oh, I remember the
0: ending. Of one of the movies with a new villain just popping up, it was like Rhino or something. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. so they're, they're they're doing they're they're doing too much. I think mm-hmm. um, we're gonna. I, that's like one of the points I have, but we'll get to it. But a lot of studios are trying to copy what, what Marvel did, mm-hmm. but they're trying to do it too quick. Because like, based on what we talked about, like we're talking like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Like it's a slow buildup, but now studios are like, let's in two, catch in, up. in two movies. Let's do it, but it's not the you same. You can't catch up yeah. that way. Um, but Sony and, uh, Sony and Marvel make a deal in 2016, Spider-Man is in Captain America civil war. Um, and I think I saw that you, you probably have, Yeah. I think I watched that. Maybe not the whole thing, but part of it with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, that is also like, uh, a, a big, I guess a big, maybe not a precedent, but it's something big that happens because you have, uh, Sony and Marvel striking a deal now to have Spider-Man exist in a few Marvel movies. Um, So in any movie that Spider-Man, if if he's in a Marvel movie, Marvel gets the profit. So Marvel gets like the merchandising rights, Mm -hmm. the profits from the film, because it's a Marvel movie. Sony will be making their own Spider-Man movies with the new Spider-Man. He will exist in the Marvel universe. They can use Marvel characters but it's a sony movie sony gets the profit but marvel gets the merchandising profits so that's the only caveat that marvel struck so like so sony gets the like the profit from the tickets the people buying the movie mm-hmm. um but marvel gets, gets the toys basically everything else yeah.
0: everything that else that comes as yeah. a byproduct of the movie um, coming out so it's a
1: sony movie yeah, but it's it's a Sony movie. Captain America was a Sony movie. No, no, no. Um, only the Spider Man movies are like that. The C- Captain America is a Marvel movie that Spider Man was featured in. So like that first oh, movie, wow. that so first movie, it was all Marvel. They, they have yeah. a little bit of a
0: crossover yeah. with the deal that they struck. Yeah. but any Spider Man movies that come out are Sony. Sony movies. Sony movies,
1: yeah. So even the distribution rights are Sony. So um, on Disney Plus, mm. uh, that Spider Man movie couldn't exist like on Disney Plus cuz it's not technically a Marvel. What, movie. what's the what's the Spider-Man movies that have come out since? If so more than one? Just two. Um Homecoming and- which you mentioned and then No Way Home which came out in 2017. Oh no, no, no. No, which- sorry. <laughs> Spider-Man um Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home. Far From Home which came out in 2019. Which is uh which is the one that was the cartoon version? Oh, either. that was that was unrelated, but that's, that's a that's, Sony movie.
0: That's a Sony movie, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sony movie. That's the
1: one with the, the, the soundtrack. Multiverse. Oh, yeah, and the, the good soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess something to add to the whole Sony thing, too, is um, recently, I think this came out like a month ago, uh, Marvel and Sony struck a new deal where um, Sony films are now going to be on Disney+. Plus, So that includes the Spider-Man movies. So like uh, Disney Plus now has distribution rights to Sony Films, um, so now all the Spider Man movies, including the early ones from two thousand mm-hmm. uh, with Tobey Maguire and the little oh, really? the later one, yeah, because no. those are all like Spider Man one through mm-hmm. three and uh,
0: Amazing Spider Man. Yeah.
1: So those are going to be slowly rolled into Disney Plus. Oh, wow, um, that's fascinating. And maybe to touch on some that's yet to happen though. It's yet to happen, but okay. um people are thinking like it's going to lead in nicely because the idea that people think is going to happen is some of those old actors are going to be shuffled into the Marvel movies with some like alternate universe, like storyline thing, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Um, I guess I'll just touch quickly.
0: Like the actors from like Green Goblin.
1: Yeah. The original actors, they want to, there's rumors that they're coming back.
0: Wow. Okay. Um you
1: you probably remember Doctor Octopus. Yeah. He is coming back for the Spider Man movie that's coming out later this year. Oh, I same watch, actor.
0: Now, now now I have like some sentiments of value to watch this. Same
1: actor and he claims that he's playing the same version of his character from 2000. Oh wow. But I don't know how they're gonna explain that. Hmm. Um and it's interesting that you're interested in watching that. Yeah. Because <laughs> something I wanted to touch upon was um with the oversaturation of these movies, what they've been doing a lot of now is uh, pulling in old characters. So, like it's it's odd because they they've been around for so long that there's almost nostalgia for themselves. Because mm-hmm. let's say Iron Man came out over ten years ago now, so there's nostalgia
0: to bring back to old to bring characters. back characters
1: from the original Iron Man. Um, so, so while like
0: the initial uh, plan. Or a lot of the initiatives early on was to bring novelty and like like diversify with like different characters Mm. and let them have their own films too. Uh, they're kind of going back to like, let's resurface old films Mm -hmm. or old, uh, actors and, uh, well, these, many of these actors continue to show up in um, the films as, but there are
1: some that they're bringing, let's say that they haven't appeared for like 10 years and they're bringing them back out of nowhere into a a different movie. Mm. Um, Almost as just a cute, just for the cute, cute little thing for you. Yeah. But, oh, I remember, I remember that. Like, now I want to see, like, what that mm-hmm. person does. So, yeah, it's, like, uh, it's and interesting. It,
0: it helps, perhaps, like, fans from before who may have it's lost interest yeah. over time knowing now that some of the same characters yeah. that they loved uh, from the past or is coming, coming back. back. Yeah. And I
1: think it's also to add maybe a new specialness that maybe – the specialness of these characters interacting in the same universe has been lost because it's been existing, but Mm -hmm. maybe bringing old characters brings new life or, you know, bringing characters from a different franchise or like a different universe Mm -hmm. um, might spice it up a little bit. Okay. Um, But I wanted to touch on something that I think that you would find interesting. um, The profits of these films.
0: (laughs) This is what we're talking Um, about. The
1: money. Something that's very so, I looked up the top like grossing films. Something like straight out of the gate that's interesting is almost all of these are Disney films. Um,
0: the top grossing films are all Disney. of all time
1: are all Disney. I don't know if if Titanic is owned by Disney. Um, that might be something oh, I should look up. But oh, like top uh, top grossing movies bo- of all time from the box office yeah. to of all time. Yeah. So I'll I'll go down the list. Um, that number one is Avatar that came out in two thousand nine, a James Cameron movie. That's, that's Disney. It's owned by Disney now. It wasn't at the time. I don't
0: think so. So would they have gotten the profits then?
1: Uh, I guess not. But they mm. did. They did re-release the film not too long ago. So okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So that that movie came out in two thousand nine. Two point eight billion as of now. Mm. It's number one. Um, the number two movie is Avengers Endgame, which is the most recent Avengers movie that has come out
0: back to avatar real Mm -hmm. quick because i I remember avatar avatar being such a huge film in the box Mm -hmm. office what made that so successful if you have any like background
1: i do know the technology that they because you probably remember it's Mm all like the blue people um yeah something like that has not been done at like up to that point and i think also the movie was released like almost widely in like uh 3d and like imax Mm -hmm. so it was just like new for the time it was like a not only was it a i, I don't really like the movie but people like the movie but it was just a technological like wonder that mm. like that came out what they time. were able to bring to film yeah um never being seen before because you also have characters who for the majority of the film are like cgi and they mix like cgi and, mm. and real life stuff um so it was just the 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 production behind it was, was a big part of it too
0: it Brought a lot of value yeah. to it Um, value to its success okay interesting
1: yeah that's it's still the number one movie Mm. um they actually lost so i mentioned avengers endgame which came out in 2019 that movie when it came out had the largest uh it was the largest grossing film like the opening weekend it passed avenger uh, it passed avatar as being the top grossing film it came out in 2019 avatar came out in 2009 10 years ago 10 year anniversary Avatar mm. re-releases later that later that summer into the fall. Now they passed Avengers, um, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> do they? Do they? Uh, and, but at this it, time, does it, it's like a
0: Disney owned movie off of its old grossing income.
1: Yeah, they they, so they it add just the adds on top.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. that's unfair.
1: It is, um, and I guess maybe in ten years, uh, Avengers <laughs> End Game might re-release and it might pass. It might be just an endless competition. Um, but I just find that funny. That's just to have the just top to have it, spot. Yeah. That's just to have yeah. the top spot. Um, now, do they account for inflation? I don't think so. I think they're just counting for like the...
0: Whatever the the total is at that yeah, time. whatever's being like reported. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it is, I guess, a lot to speak of how much uh, Avatar made like its opening weekend. But you also think it's been around for 10 years. So I think mm-hmm. the price that they're including is also like
0: Across yeah, the, ten years. the 10 years. Yeah. Well, what do you count as like, a uh, what can add to that dollar amount? Would that be, I think also they're including
1: like, like it being purchased, like any profit that's being made on people purchasing that movie, whether it's like in theaters or like DVD sales. Okay. Yeah. Um, but just to go through the others, Titanic is number three. And these are all in, in the two billions, mm-hmm. um, star Wars, another Disney owned property. <laughs> number four, and then Avengers infinity war, which came out in 2018. So it's like 2018, 2019, both Avengers movies were back to back. Both are in the top five mm-hmm. most profitable of all time. That was a lot.
0: They have to adjust for inflation <laughs> yeah. to, to have a fair comparison. I, I
1: think it's, it's not uh they probably don't, but yeah, like it's the, the way, the way they're showing it might not be like accurate like mm. or, or, or a fair comparison. Um, but yeah, I mean, these these movies are obviously very profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, I touched a little bit on like the uh, the attempts that people have made to to copy it, um, but Marvel themselves are also doing different stuff. So you you've probably heard of like the Disney Plus movies. Um, those are uh, Disney Plus shows rather, um, like limited limited series of characters who probably wouldn't get their own movie or getting like a six episode TV show. Um, So that's like the big thing that started this year. Um, Okay. And, and I guess um, I think maybe you, you watch daredevil right on Netflix.
0: Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've watched the Netflix, like DC series,
1: Marvel series.
0: Marvel series. <laughs> so, so like Daredevil. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Okay, yeah. We have Daredevil. We have Jessica Jones. We have Luke Cage. And then we have the other one that didn't do as well. Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Yeah. Thank you um, for the hint.
1: Those, those characters, the way the shows were made, it was supposed to take place in the same universe as Marvel. Mm-hmm. But those were Netflix-made shows. So Disney actually sold the rights to these characters, to Netflix, to make those shows. Why? Um, I think these, these were also just characters that they weren't too interested in, in making. Uh, so I guess context, like Disney, during this time that I went over all these films, they weren't too concerned over TV. Um, they weren't really doing much in TV.
0: So so now that they have more of a TV series initiative this past year, this is something that they've been more interested in. Is Are they going to... Will there be any possibility of buying the rights away from
1: Netflix? So... Netflix works the same way as uh, as the uh, movies do, where if they don't make um, a show, if they don't continue continue it, the The rights rights revert back. As of now, I think Daredevil has reverted back, and like Luke Cage has reverted back. Um, Mm. It's based on like the amount of years since the last season came out. So I think Jessica Jones had a recent season like maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. So it might be like, let's say three years. So like that one is still not there. So we
0: aren't really expecting anything new from Netflix anymore.
1: No, no, no Marvel related uh, series. So Marvel was Marvel wanted to consolidate a lot of the film stuff to their own, uh, their own Disney Mm plus like wing now. So like Marvel had other shows like on ABC that was like a live action show. Um, that show also ended. Um, so there's all these characters from these shows that happen in like different mediums. Um, most of them are not considered to be a part of, even though they were portrayed as taking place in the same universe, Marvel doesn't consider it Mm -hmm. as canon unless they bring any of the characters back. So if they choose to bring anybody from, let's say daredevil, he could appear, but they haven't done anything like that yet. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what Marvel is doing now with like branching more into TV um, and also with the idea of bringing in old characters, which we we, we kind of touched on. Um, the, I guess, to talk about what might be the, the next thing they're building to um, is potentially there's a storyline in the comics where um, multiple universes collide and you have like different versions of each of the characters all together in one universe in one like storyline. This has been done in that Spider-Man movie you mentioned where there's like multiple different Spider-Man, the the animated one there's the thought is that's what Marvel is going to now where they're going to build up to like an event series. So like the two Avengers movies that I mentioned, um, the two that are the most profitable. Yeah. Um, those movies were the conclusion to like a um, almost 20 film franchise. They, the storylines that were set up ended in those films. So like any, any films that are coming up now are, are setting up something new. Um, it's not related to any, it, it is continuing the story, but um, the main story that happened in those original 20 something films ended with Avengers Endgame. That was like the conclusion of this first chapter. Um, Mm -hmm. So they think the next like big event will be pulling in Tobey Maguire or like Andrew Garfield, um, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, uh, Daredevil. I mean, or maybe Daredevil from the Netflix shows, um, pulling them all into one story and having that be the new thing that's special. Because now we've already been exposed to having all these characters together. But what if we had all these characters together with characters from different franchises it's something
0: that they haven't been able to do yeah um especially given the rights that
1: are being released yeah now. so it's in a, like a special spot now where like a lot of the rights are coming back mm-hmm. where they could do something like that so that's kind of the the, thought the theory that's coming
0: happen. on about yeah. what might be next yeah
1: um but i did want to talk about like some failures to like replicate what marvel did Um, I I wrote down like some there's some like
0: you you touched on it a little bit with like the Spider-Man amazing Mm -hmm. Spider-Man's failing at being able to pull in like let's bring in all these different characters all these different story arcs that will allude to what's Mm -hmm. to come that has failed
1: and they are not unique in doing that (laughs) so I kind of wanted to go over some other cinematic universes Mm -hmm. um, and see if you even knew that they existed Um, are are you familiar at, at all with uh, Universal doing a and monster verse,
0: this is this is verse. like in, in,
1: in our lifetime. There were films that were supposed to be a part of a well, monster verse.
0: What is a monster verse? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what would be, <laughs> or is this a superhero universe, or is it just like we have all these different monsters that might be coming out, like
1: uh, Dracula? That's it.
0: So, uh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. There was a Netflix show or movie, uh, Transylvania.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, so Universal owns the rights to all the um, classic like monster, like Dracula, Frankenstein, The Mummy, like all those movies were made there by were Universal. There so many
0: failed Frankenstein movies.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, was that part of any of these part of Monsterverse?
1: It probably was a planned film. I, I if I... <laughs> If I remember correctly, they had promoted um, a cast of characters that would include like Frankenstein, uh, a were- werewolf, uh, the Invisible Man, Dracula, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe the goal was to have a Avengers team up type thing, but it would be with classic movie monsters teaming up for who knows who knows why. Yeah. Um, the only movie that actually came out that was supposed to be a part of that was a new Mummy movie, which I don't know if you ever i didn't watch it it was with uh tom cruise it was like a reboot of uh the mummy franchise um which was another set of movies that came out in the early 2000s which Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you've ever seen no okay no um but that was a failed attempt
0: oh i gotta i might watch these before the mcu (laughs) you
1: i mean there's there's less of them to to watch (laughs) so it might be interesting to see yeah Um, um
0: just to uh, let you guys know, we are still in Joe Rogan's back office. So if you are hearing any background sound, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Joe Rogan's a little busy right now.
1: Yeah. I think he's uh, making us dinner.
0: Yeah, I sure hope so. <laughs> um,
1: so, you know, the DC heroes, um, they also sort of failed in an attempt to replicate a Marvel kind of thing um so you probably know of superman i
0: i do know of superman
1: there was a man of steel movie yep i'm aware um after that there was a batman versus superman movie
0: yep i watched that
1: and then there was a justice league movie i don't know if you saw that one
0: no i did not
1: so they they basically batman
0: versus superman i think was the last one i
1: watched okay did you ever watch wonder woman
0: um I don't think so. <laughs> I remember my mom talking about yeah. it uh because of uh, woman well, character and everything. Mm. So, she was very excited about it. I don't remember if I watched it uh, at that time. Um I did watch all the Dark Knights or not the Dark Knights, all the Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I can watch the and, the and the part some of the more recent Superman movies so I can watch the Batman versus Superman. So I I do remember that I watched Batman and Superman movies. Before in the lead watching. up yeah batman versus oh, superman interesting. and then like i i closed off with that and then like <laughs> never watched. It yeah. <laughs> that's funny yeah
1: um so yeah that that movie came out and it was okay but uh, batman super, vs superman did yeah, you like that um, movie do you remember
0: I, I, a little bit i remember a little bit i yeah. remember uh i remember the actor uh who was the villain what's his name uh, uh,
1: Jesse Eisenberg from just, the social network was yep. Lex Luthor yeah,
0: exactly exactly so I remember that being a, a great part of the film
1: yeah. um, I guess something interesting if you think about it um, of the, the series of those movies it was Man of Steel Superman the mm-hmm. very next movie is Batman v Superman so they're introducing Batman for the first time in a crossover movie so if you think about it how I mentioned Marvel they, the slow build up
0: they right away
1: second movie also includes wonder woman she, she's in that movie as well in batman v superman um and they also in that same movie show teasers for the flash and cyborg and aquaman all I, in one
0: movie i think that's how i was aware of cyborg yeah <laughs> that's probably the only reason yeah, I, they, knew they, of cyborg. I think they
1: show like him for a second mm. um so you can really see how f- they're trying how to much? rush to catch up um they were trying to set up like a team uh, in like two movies, Mm -hmm. Um, which a lot of people, I think, I think it's an interesting thing because if you think about those as like standalone as a, as a movie, like that could pass. But I think since Marvel exists, people are kind of spoiled to expect uh, a Mm buildup. They're spoiled to expect like each of these characters to get development on their own and then team up. So like, now it's it's hard to say if what they did was wrong it 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 didn't work commercially but it's hard to say if the reason was because they had a bad idea or if people are just too used to what marvel did that they won't accept anything the bar has been set yeah
0: so it's either the bar has been set or they did a shitty job
1: yeah which i feel like is the hard thing for some of these other like attempts Mm -hmm. um it's hard to say if what they're doing is wrong because uh, there's there, Marvel set set. Like you said, they set the bar. There has been nobody else to do it before mm-hmm. like that. So it's hard to try to replicate it.
0: But out of the different universes, they probably have come the closest.
1: Yeah. What, where are they now? With DC? Yeah. Um, so the Justice League movie came out in 2017. They recently released a director's cut of that movie this year. Um, because the director claimed that uh, um, Warner Brothers didn't let him show the movie that he made. So he instead, the movie we saw in 2017 was two hours. He instead released a four-hour movie on HBO Max. Oh, like fun. Two, two extra hours of cut content um, saying mm-hmm. that that was his version of the movie. I'm um, watch it. Some have actually said it's better, but it's also a four-hour movie. Have you watched it? I did watch it. Of course you uh, did. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and i don't know how i feel about it but it is interesting mm-hmm. what marvel had what the what marvel has done to uh franchises mm-hmm. what what people are expecting of, of what a franchise should be and like could be and, there,
0: and there's nothing close to measuring up right now
1: nothing has nothing has ever gotten close never especially if you think about like profits and, like, how widely known they are now. Like, mm-hmm. across the world, nothing has has, has gotten as close. Um, there are other film franchises like uh, Fast and Furious, which mm-hmm. I mentioned in another episode. Oh, I love that. They are a long-running franchise. They have made attempts at, like, spin-off movies. So, like, you could see they're trying to do, like, the Marvel thing. Like, have... they They're, like it's the Fast and Furious movies, but they're trying to branch out and like have different characters have their own movie. Um,
0: Oh no,
1: it didn't really work. (laughs) No, not Fast and Furious. (laughs) Um, let me see if I, if I have any other ones that are like noteworthy. Well, I guess the other thing that I wanted to mention was even TV shows now are, are falling into this collective universe bubble where like all these properties think, um, in order to be successful, we should connect to something else. And like, Mm -hmm. let's say instead of just being one franchise, why can't we be three franchises all interconnected? So it's like viewing it as a way to maybe increase your profit by not just being one thing. You can connect to something else and you both share that audience. Um, There's been like DC TV shows that are like regular cable shows that have tried to do like crossover stuff. Um, And I think they've been successful, but it's also, it's, it's on cable. So like, it's not a very popular medium. Um, Disney, I think is the only one that is maybe doing something different with their television shows by having them exclusively like streaming. Like they're not, uh, airing on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, like no other, I guess they're pioneering that as well because no other franchise has now said, okay, we've, the movie thing let's continue to do that and also make interconnected tv shows um they're also on their own little island doing that Mm -hmm. um so i know that was you you think
0: this is uh the standard now with film and well do you think it's the standard now in film and like when you think about businesses bringing change to Mm -hmm. an industry this is the current day big change for film
1: i think uh, let's say if we're looking back on this, like many years from now, um, it will be the biggest like shift in, in Hollywood and like mm-hmm. the way movies are being made, which um, many people will say in a bad way. Why so? Because now studios are more likely to want to make a movie that's either based on a pre existing property or a movie that will connect like to a future franchise instead of supporting uh, a standalone movie. Mm. So, so let's say me as an aspiring director, I'm more likely to uh, get a job with Disney if I'm saying I want to make um, a super epic man movie um, and I want him to connect to these other movies and build this universe.
0: It creates a monopoly here. Yeah. It's hard for a new competitors to mm-hmm. really come up because you have what's already a brand yeah. to be able to just support new characters,
1: and I think it's also it's it's hard for studios to view like financial value in supporting like a standalone individual mm-hmm. film because let's say if I want to make uh I want to make a Papa Loves Mambo, that's it, just one Papa Loves Mambo. A studio would say, "Well, we could make it a trilogy. Why don't we also do a spinoff for Jake?" Why don't we also do a spinoff for Alex? Alex Lago. Mm-hmm. Like they they view it as why view it as one thing when we can make it ten things, mm-hmm. ten, like a, a ten year arc. Like, yeah, and it's
0: just well, which which is fair, yeah, yeah. because you're thinking about They're creating thinking, content yeah. for the long term rather yeah. than like just here's one idea yeah. and then we'll wait until the next bright yeah. idea come down comes down the line.
1: Which. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I think, like, the, like, movies connecting is cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. But I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of strife against that because it's limiting what, like, an independent director, what their career would look like in Hollywood now. It, it's harder to get, like, a, a standalone movie made. Um, Th- this seems, this does, like,
0: bring the exploration of, like, a lot of uh, fan based uh Mm spinoffs can now create now with what's actually what disney now has the money to actually do Mm -hmm. where they're taking films to be trilogies or longer uh span uh sets of uh films to come out and all the spinoffs to come off with it Mm -hmm. and it sounds like well earlier films wouldn't be able to ever explore this because they wouldn't have the resources or maybe yeah. even the thought or the preparation in yeah. the brand to be able to do something like this yeah. um but there would always be like those fans who were loyal to mm. a specific film or a little trilogy mm. that ever may have happened and like considered what's to uh the fan fiction behind it like what yeah. may have been yeah. so like this explores a little bit of the it seems like it explores a little bit of the fun mm. behind the fan fiction that uh and it makes it into an actual full full featured film or yeah. TV series.
1: Yeah, because you you're also seeing like uh, you're not limiting those stories to just one a one off thing. So like these characters continue, so you're able to explore like multiple different mm-hmm. things, um, multiple different stories. But it's usually, I guess, in in terms of Marvel, it's like based on like the comics that came before. Like they they are bringing those stories, mm-hmm. so it's another nostalgia thing where. They know people have read this comic book, so we'll make that comic book into a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I didn't even mention is uh, Marvel was so popular, Marvel Studios, the films, that the films now are affecting the comics. The comics are trying to make their characters more like the movie characters. So like someone like Iron Man in the comics originally was not a funny character he was just a genius mm-hmm. and now if you read an iron man comic he's oh, I, didn't, I
0: didn't know they were still releasing comics they are um
1: wow. but they're not as like i think comics now uh they're almost like a lead-in or a tie-in for for the movies or shows like it's just an additional form of content now mm-hmm. um and they're they're being ma- they're not made in the same universe, but they're made to align with the films. So it's just an additional reason for you to want to buy it mm-hmm. and continue that. I
0: know there's a lot more interest in the films than there are in the comics. Yeah, and it's like the comic. I mean, it's the film that's the g- garners mm-hmm. all the attention, and if you really desire more content, yeah. you have the comics now.
1: And I guess it's interesting because now you have. Uh, I'm not a, I've read comic books, but I'm not like a comic book like nerd or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I have watched every Marvel movie. So let's say like 10 years from now, I will be a resource to like kids who are interested in Marvel because I have Mm -hmm. watched all these movies. So like, let's say right now, the people who are like informing like what their theories on what the movies will be are all comic book people who have watched, who have read all the comic books. But now it's like as it goes on, comic books are less popular, Mm -hmm. but now you have all these people who, or like diehard fans who have watched everything so like we're becoming the generation to inform the next generation at least you are <laughs> at least me. Yeah. at least you are um
0: but it's, it's also interesting to think that it's often the thought that the book's always better than the movie and yeah. here it's reversing it now
1: i mean it's i guess the movies are more financially profitable so mm-hmm the comics are just aligning because of that there, there is an argument to be made that some of the storylines from the comics uh have not been accurately done justice or mm-hmm. whatever but that's like what what you mentioned like sometimes a a book goes more into a story than what a movie can, can do Can never so do yeah that'll just always be the case like they can never do everything that that's is done in a book but, That's true Um to to get to Black Widow cuz yeah, <laughs> I Yeah, we do like, have, we, to we have to talk about Black, Black Widow. Widow. I just want to like I just Everything that I've have, I have set up, um, Black Widow as a movie, doesn't really connect to anything. Like you, like I think it's interesting that that was the most recent movie you saw. I I wanted you to watch um, the last Avengers movie mm, because game. it's a big tie-in movie with all these like characters from different franchises, and I knew it would be confusing for you. <laughs> but this Black Widow movie is um, pretty much independent. There's some yeah. references to other stuff, but it's pretty much independent. So yeah it wasn't give me your thoughts
0: uh yeah. <laughs> um, black widow was great um and they had some beautiful characters too uh-huh. two, the two main characters were pretty beautiful oh oh oh! you mean that beautiful <laughs> that beautiful <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> oh well i mean and they they did a great job yeah. of course too um and it didn't have too many references mm-hmm. so that was good I, I guess i was confused a little bit as to what uh what Black Widow was Mm -hmm. um, for a while going through the movie because there wasn't really much context given to that. And I think uh, someone who is more familiar with Marvel would be able to know that coming into the movie. Mm -hmm. Well, I I didn't have that context. Um, I had to look a little bit more into it um, after the fact because I I I still didn't even know after the fact what Black Widow really meant. And it seems like Black Widow is really... black widows are what comes from the antidotes. I'm not before the antidotes. Like they're like the soldiers, uh, the soldiers from what's being passed around Mm -hmm. and having your mind controlled and all that stuff. Yeah. I thought black widow was just the The character, uh, the character itself, the one character. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was the black widow. That's what I thought.
1: Can I ask you, um, did you watching the movie? Did you feel like a sense of, uh, suspense on like not knowing what would happen? Like, I know it, it's a movie, so you mm-hmm. always know it's going to work out in the end, but did you feel... Uh, did, did the stressful moments or like the action scenes feel like they had weight?
0: Hmm, that's a good question.
1: <laughs> I, I, I thought the
0: action scenes were just very exciting. Uh-huh. Like when you see uh, um, Natasha uh, fighting the... The robot, the one who has been so mind controlled, the daughter of Dracoff. Mm. Uh, J- J- Dracoff. J- J- Dra- Dra- um, That was just a very exciting scene because, mm-hmm. like, how the fuck do you fight midair? <laughs> yeah. um, now, like, suspense as to like, well, will this actually work out? Maybe at the, maybe when you realize um, mm-hmm. that it seemed like Dracoff was one step ahead when he really wasn't. Mm-hmm. In those moments, you it did feel a little suspenseful as to uh, that it wasn't really going to work out. That like their their plan has been compromised, and you didn't realize that they actually have planned out steps ahead already. Like um, knowing that if you break oh, your navel yeah. nasal nerve, that you can release the pheromones mm. that was blocking any attack, things like that.
1: Hey, that that actually surprised me too. Like the whole. Uh even just before that where um her who was the name of her friend Melina, who who was like the older black widow, and she um, like uh captures um Red Guardian, like mm-hmm. the, the uh, Red Guardian's the, the name the of uh of who? The guy with the beard. I I don't remember what his character's name the was. The guy with the oh, beard. Uh Alexi. Alexi. The the, the father. Or yeah, the, the, the father the figure s- yeah. Father figure, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Um
1: who who captured Alexi? It was like the female, the older mom, Black Widow. I think. Yeah. It was oh.
0: Okay. But um, like,
1: remember, like uh, when she turns on them, it's mm-hmm. it's really Natasha because she's like wearing. Yeah. The, yeah, like, that, yeah. That that was a complete surprise. That that was a complete
0: surprise, and it was also a complete surprise that, I mean, they they worked together. Yeah. Like you you thought she was turning them in, mm. uh, or at least I thought they were yeah. turning. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I, I did too. Uh, <laughs> whatever her name was, the uh, mother figure. Yeah. I was turning them in because she seemed so loyal to the red room or Mm. the whole Dracoff uh, authoritative, uh, control he had over everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was dark.
1: It was dark. It was. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, it was so dark seeing the Red Room scene like yeah. early on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are you watching? Uh, <laughs> and, and Jake, uh, our friend he, he, he like calls out, oh, I've seen worse on like the dark web. Oh, <laughs> I'm like that, that's like all the like vibes I'm getting right now, like dark web <laughs> vibes.
1: Well, there's also um there's a scene in the movie which I don't know if you caught on. like they mentioned that all the black widows receive hysterectomies. Mm. Um, like they, they're not allowed to have, have children. So they all receive like forced hysterectomies, uh, where they like remove their uterus. But when, when, uh, uh, the younger, uh, black widow, Yelena, I think her name is. Yelena. Yeah, Um, that's right. When she's, she's describing that this happened to her. Um, they do it as a joke. I don't know if you caught, (laughs) caught that on. Um, it's, it's like a very one-off like, uh, joking thing, but, um, just felt, kind of weird because it's a what part of the film it's weird. when they when they first pick up alexi from the prison mm. and they're in the helicopter i think he might make, he makes a comment about like hoping one day for his daughters to have children and then she's like oh well i can't have children on account of the forced hy- hysterectomy oh, i, I didn't catch that and then it's just like he makes like a joke and comment but it's just like a one-off thing where mm. um just felt weird but um, <laughs> Other than that, I, I, so I asked you about like the, if you found things to be suspenseful because, um, Natasha's dead at the end of the film. Uh, I don't know if you, if you stayed to watch the after credits, but yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So yeah, you get the tombstone. Yelena goes to her tombstone. Black widow, um, Natasha, she died in the movie that came out just before this and, oh, they made her a movie after that. Anyways.
0: She, she's part of the avengers she
1: is yeah um and in the last so avengers, that was like she also
0: died. context that was uh tough for me to connect yeah uh, they alluded to a ton so like mm. i was able to put the pieces together yeah. but like beforehand i didn't know she was part of the avengers yeah
1: so i guess it's interesting um that that's the movie that you saw because like someone not having even seen the previous movies you wouldn't even know that she's dead so mm. you would just be watching this being like, oh cool it's it's a black widow movie so, I'm, I'm excited to see where she goes next
0: <laughs> so i guess in the eyes of someone who knows the uh, history here mm-hmm. or the previous has watched uh the past 22 five hundred thousand movies <laughs> it feels from, like <laughs> from the mcu uh they would have the context or they they might have the forethought that this might not work out that like she might die in this well
1: world. no i think i think the idea is um I don't really care what happened. No, I'm not saying this is what I thought. I'm saying that this is what people I've seen online even say, like what's even the point of this movie when I know, so this movie takes place a few years before um, the movie where she dies. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's supposed to bridge the gap between some movies basically like what she was doing. Um, But what's the point of seeing that? This is what people are saying. Like, what's the point of seeing that when I know, as she dies in this other movie mm. so this kind of ties That's into um the stuff i was saying before where people feel they're like spoiled and they feel that they the films to come out have to tie in they have to further the franchise what's the problem with a movie that doesn't but a lot of people had an issue with it
0: i mean star wars did it
1: star wars came out with prequels yeah yeah and a lot of people like the prequels more um because the prequels gave like context mm-hmm. to the uh, original trilogy but uh, Marvel for some reason. There's also a lot of haters for the prequels. Yeah, that, that too. Um, <laughs> but I guess it's just interesting the way people view it. Um, I think like you, that's why I said like it's, I, I like that that's the one you saw because you come with an interesting perspective of not really caring. It's like, like, you wa- just saw it's like
0: watching the prequels before um, the original trilogy of yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm.
1: But I guess in this case, it's like watching the pre, well, I guess in your case, it's like watching the prequels <laughs> before, but like for someone else, yeah. it's like having just, seen the trilogy and then watching a prequel but you're like I don't really care because these characters are dead or you know mm. whatever and in her case she's dead um which I find interesting but the thing that I also want to touch on is like some of these other uh comic book studios like DC I don't know if you remember the Joker movie that came out yeah I did I that was a completely it. standalone movie that was a great movie and it was a great movie and it's all, like and I think it may have won an Oscar for it's like editing or something, but um, it was an Oscar worthy performance too. So like you're seeing because of the oversaturation of Marvel, the connected thing, the standalone movies being performed well too. So like uh, just what I'm trying to get at is like, it feels almost like this black widow was an attempt at that. Cause it's, it is to bring it back. Well, no, it's just, it is almost like a standalone character driven movie mm-hmm. that doesn't really further the story in any way the overarching story in any significant way um but people may people, have not really liked that people hate on it too yeah um I mean, yeah i thought it was reviews. fine i i you i, I liked mi- it. mixed
0: reviews yeah for this that's interesting yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot like um star wars spin-offs too mm-hmm. we had the spin-off what was it? rogue uh, rogue one rogue yeah. one that was a spinoff of what happened in between the t- two trilogies, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. And that yeah. movie was pretty cool. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: It was. Didn't it do great? It did. I, th- I think um, also just like the cr- like critical reception, like pe- people, yeah. the performances were really cool. Um, which is just I- interesting, I guess, how these different attempts are perceived. Because like, I feel like there's just uh, spoiled people who just feel <laughs> like, um, because I've seen this interconnected they, thing, it must continue to be this way.
0: They want to continue to see yeah. it progress and not really under like care for not background open to anything, stories, uh,
1: new or just not connected or background. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's when you know the ending already, you don't yeah. care for it as much.
1: Yeah, um, oh, but that's
0: cool. I gotta say, there do after like talking through this with you, I do have a greater appreciation for Marvel. <laughs> yeah. A I'm much glad. greater appreciation for Marvel than I ever had. I'm glad. I've only had appreciation for like Spider Man before. <laughs> I was a diehard Spider Man yeah. fan growing up. Well, no, I'm a happy.
1: Kid. I also got you excited for the new one that's coming out. It's coming out <laughs> which, this December, which which like builds that excitement because yeah.
0: because I had that yeah. uh, that f- fanboy spirit of me mm. for Spider the original Spider Man yeah,
1: ones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's that's exciting to know. I had no clue. Yeah, like even me as uh, someone who was interested in the original Spider Man, because I'm so disconnected from the Marvel universe and what's coming out, I ha- I had no clue that they had that plan coming mm-hmm. in December.
1: Um, as just like a final thing, do you have any interest in like watching, like as someone who who hasn't watched like all of them, would you ever like do you feel like the need to to watch like the ones that you missed, or do you just not care?
0: I, I, I like completeness mm. and it bugs me without having <laughs> a sense of completeness to yeah. things. But I have been giving up on that or yeah. like letting that go a little bit with like thinking just about like reading a book. And if you don't care for the book, being able to put let it, that book, put away. yeah, put it down and let it go. So I think some of the same principles uh, serve here where some of the films that may have been like critical to yeah. the uh, the talent of the MCU franchise. Um, would you call that the franchise itself? You'd yeah. call like franchises like the different story arcs, really, yeah, that it's are like, going yeah,
1: on. Yeah, like the cinematic universe. Yeah, the <laughs> cinematic, just, yeah, Yeah, let's call it the cinema. I, I
0: I'm learning the terminology yeah. as we go. Uh, but to put part of like the critical films f- for the cinematic universe behind me and mm-hmm. like accept that I haven't watched it. Something that I think I come to terms with yeah. a little bit more with having the gaps filled with just like a higher level, uh, story yeah. uh, interpretation of it or story, uh, summary of it mm-hmm. rather. So yeah. I, I don't see myself going back and watching all 22 films. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, I might watch a few though.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I've been, I'm just interested because, uh, there are a lot of people. I just, I just, I often think about how accessible it, it feels, you know, like they, like now that there's so many out, does someone who hasn't seen them feel like there's no point or like it's you, you miss the bus maybe. Cause like the, the people who have been watching, let's say every year that they come out mm-hmm. are different than the people who are like just catching up now. Cause if you're just catching up now, you have like a lot to many, catch up on, many hours to catch up on, which, which is like not that easy, which
0: I don't think you should overload yourself with yeah, it, yeah. which is what people fall victim to. I mm-hmm. think uh, in this situation so, uh, yeah, personally, I think I'm going to try to avoid overloading myself with all 22 films. <laughs> I think it would be but more you can strategic still leak, like, but to you understand like, the summaries. Yeah. yeah, understand, like, what has happened in the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, any missing gaps, like, do a little bit of research, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's easier to consume content in bits and pieces, like like you're talking about people who are watching it as you're going through. Um, you just filled in a lot of gaps for me now mm-hmm. in this one-hour conversation. That helps out. Thank you, John.
1: You're welcome, Josh. Appreciate it.
0: Look at look at that. And that's beautiful. Another
1: episode in the books.
0: <laughs> Another episode in the books. Next <sighs> week. Are you excited for next week?
1: What's next week?
0: I have no clue.
1: Yeah, do me either. <laughs> I wish I. Uh,
0: I think it's dating again.
1: Dating? I think we're back dating to dating now. Yeah, because that's been the cycle. We've been going off, off yeah. and back into dating. We're wow, about
0: dating now. Yeah. That, man, I have not had a break. This is my first break, um, <laughs> somewhat. And um, I know, yeah, you've been
1: having a uh, tough, tough. Uh, a lot like of back-to-back back films,
0: yeah. man. I mean, a lot of back-to-back uh, um, content outside of this one. But yeah, um, exciting. Excited. I think.
1: I think ah. next week will be. We should have like a structure, but it'll it'll be a, at least a little less. Uh, content. You think? I think it would be more of a conversation.
0: Yeah, as to what we see our dating life is now. now Yeah, because we're talking like right now. What do we want it going forward? Yeah,
1: so I think it's more, uh, maybe we should have like some thought starters, but uh, Mm -hmm. I think it should be a little more casual. Just like, yeah. I I think
0: there's a lot to dig into. There is though. A lot to dig into and we're a lot to uh, look forward Mm -hmm. and like uh, plan out.
1: Like what's our dating mission? Yeah, what's our end goal? What's the end of the dating cinematic universe <laughs> uh,
0: wait and find out we next find out. week
1: all right guys um should talk is our website watch us um find us follow us subscribe mm. to us like our stuff and um yeah subscribe and yeah just thank if you,
0: you if you haven't yet you're really missing out your your parents your siblings your kids, your dog has subscribed to us and they're talking about us tonight at the dinner table, yet you're still here unsubscribed.
1: What a loser. But yeah.
0: Go and smash that subscribe button now before you forget.
1: Do you have anything to do right now? Uh, hmm.
0: Yeah. Who was I today? Oh, I was uh, Bruce Wayne. Was that the right name? Bruce Wayne
1: is Batman. Yeah, that's what oh, I Oh, yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. I yeah, guess yeah, you were yeah. right. But I just, it, it's DC, not Marvel. Oh, guys. <sighs> yeah,
0: I gotta, I gotta go. Okay. Uh, I'm too ignorant
1: <laughs> for this. All right. See so you guys, I have nothing to do. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here until we record the next episode. Oh,
0: am I supposed to get up and continue to block the camera like I've done in the past yeah. original episodes? Mm. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Okay. Goodbye, guys.